You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and today we're in the studio with special guest Batu of Time Dance Records in Bristol. Uh, he's going to be playing throughout the show. We'll be stopping for an interview in a little bit. And if you're in New York, you can catch him tonight at Hollow. Uh, more about all that later. But right now, we're going to get straight into the mix with Batu. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thank you. 
gathering up skins. I'm gathering up skins and blowing them up like balloons. Breath filled, I'm moving about in a dozen days. A fleshless meandering. An organless freedom. A sharply delineated fog. An airy ego. A warm cloud. Skin making form as air pressure from both directions. How long does the body last without organs to feel it? What does the body want except to pass blood through tiny vessels and keep the whole shape intact? I wanted to fill you up with my exhalations and drink out all your flesh but keep your bones and skin still flawless. and blow through the tiny opening that above your scalp until all there was was a perfect you and a perfect me and breath and shape and pressure. And I would be the breath and I would press against the back of your eyeballs, the root of your spine, the back of your teeth the smile of your shoulders, the inside of your navel, the slippery side of your throat, your vocal cords, your voice box, your Adam's apple, your cheeks. And my breath would fill your lungs until it felt like your breath. And when you spoke, you had a voice that was not quite you and not quite me, but something wrapped through both of us. What am I but edge, you ask me? What am I? But edge, you ask me?
You're listening to Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and we've been in the mix with our special guest, Batu of Time Dance Records from Bristol. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, so, so far, this set has been really heady and deep. <laughs> um, do you ever get to play this way in a club? Obviously not at prime time, but... Not prime time, but I think this is a good thing about having your own party and like warming up regularly. You get in the habit of playing in this kind of way a bit more yeah. and setting the vibe of the night, that, like dictating how the party starts and where it ends up when the headliner or whoever's playing next comes on. So yeah, I do get fairly regularly chances to play kind of weird tempos or yeah, just really deep and heady. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of hot and sweaty in New York. I felt like it might represent that. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice for the radio and same for me opening my parties. And I find it also makes it a lot more interesting when you're going through music, going through promos, going through record stores and yeah, you... There's all this music I love that you obviously can't play in a primetime dance set, but it's sure. nice to like have a good reason to keep collecting all that music yeah. and present it to people. Yeah, I think in recent years, I, or maybe, yeah, maybe last year or something with DJing more, I got in the habit of stopping thinking so much about functionality of the club music I was buying and just buying stuff that I thought was good and then figuring out how to piece it together later because you you know there is so many situations and times like this is loads of music which i've been really enjoying and you can just like let it all rip and figure out how it's going to fit together but yeah, yeah it's easy, easy to get in the habit of just thinking purely about like the functionality of like the sets you usually play but there's so much more music which you can tap into yeah and i think that would really set you apart in a way from the people who are just only searching for the bangers and only doing that and it all yeah i mean it all starts to sound the same after a while in a way for sure for sure um so you mentioned throwing parties do you you're from bristol um did you start there throwing parties before you started releasing music and um, label and everything or did that all kind of start at the same time the label and the party started at exactly the same time it was like one yeah one thing i was i had this idea to start the label and yeah felt there was maybe a space for something like basically yeah my idea was starting to develop and maybe it was like best if I worked I like created things myself and yeah I just did a like a launch party basically and realized off the back of you know it was a really good party and I realized there was actually a space in Bristol and just like generally for something something that I was like the thing I was pushing, there was like a space for like a, a club to bring some of those, that music together. And also kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It was just a different time in, in Bristol in terms of like, it felt like, yeah, there was, then they needed like a bit of fresh injection of like fresh energy, I felt like. Right. And was there any struggle early on before you started all this where you were trying to maybe convince other people to book you or put out your music or did you just come into it wanting to just do it yourself um i don't know yeah there was a bit of a frustration with like yeah some other labels not that they didn't want my music but it just felt like actually it didn't make sense for them to sign my music and yeah um that was when i kind of realized that 
you know, if you're looking around and you can't find anyone to release your music, then you probably need to. Yeah, <laughs> do if it you re- if you really believe in it, I I I actually get a lot of great music demos for the label that I just, you know, I don't have the bandwidth to put it all out. And yeah. I'm constantly telling people that like you might, it's not, I'm it's not that hard to start your own label. No, it's it's not, and I feel like there's so much to be said for forging your own path and not relying too much on if you're completely relying on these other like external people you know you you don't have as much you know that you're what you're actually presenting of yourself can become less honest sometimes if you're not working with people that always are completely on your wavelength or whatever so yeah they might even pick tracks to like overlook the track that you're really excited to put out and yeah latch on to something else that's more their vision yeah I, i definitely think you've got to work out how to present what you want honestly and for me that the the best way at that time was to do things myself but yeah i like working with other people as well so. yeah of course yeah i noticed you have a lot of releases on a lot of labels at this point yeah yeah um so what what was going on in bristol and what kind of was influencing you to start the label and the party and everything before before you did that yeah i mean so much i mean i i come from a dubstep background originally and there was this kind of access of dubstep in bristol with like Skull Disco and Punch Drunk and uh, Tectonic, which was like a more techno-influenced sound. And people like Martin and 2562 yeah. and other people from other places like tapped into that as well. And it was, yeah, kind of, even though it was dubstep, it was almost like a different genre, I guess, of like the influences and stuff were completely different to the music coming out of London at the same time. Um, yeah, but I feel like Bristol always had its like, its own sound, its yeah. own thing. Just, yeah. I mean, that's how I even know that Bristol exists. It's just <laughs> yeah. all this great music that's come out of that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dubstep was definitely my entry point, but I realize now Bristol's always like done that and it's always set itself apart. Um, but yeah, there was that whole kind of infrastructure of like Pinch and Pev and people like that who I yeah was really interested in working with and they released my first two records and yeah, when I actually like moved here, it felt, or to Bristol, sorry, it was like really easy to get involved. Everyone was really supportive and... That's great. Yeah. That's the thing which I think makes Bristol, even though it's such a small city, like it continues to produce really good music because like you can, it's easy to get involved and people will be really receptive. They'll like want to help you out. Right. Do you feel like it's competitive with the other parties and labels and things in Bristol now or everybody's more? No, all yeah. the all the labels that are like or parties that are actually from Bristol and like people are based here. We're all we're all friends and we all go to each other's parties. And yeah, there's like zero competition. Right. Definitely. How big is Bristol? What's the population? Do you know? Oh, I, should, yeah, and, um, <laughs> I think it's like I think it's about 600,000 or something like that. I Yeah. Okay, it's like it's under a million. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so not a super big city. No, but so like, much, so much amazing music coming out of that scene, which I think says a lot about how important it is for people to work together and push each other yeah. instead of, yeah, yeah, feeling like it's a big competition because it's really not. In the yeah, end. yeah, and I think being in such a small city means that, like, there's so few kind of like places almost like where people go to, <laughs> like listen to music or talk about music that everyone is kind of pushed in together and people that do music which is completely different to me become like my friends and i think sometimes in bigger cities maybe things become more 
like insular and niche and you have these separate different communities. Well, can, yeah, I mean, I can say for New York, it's just hard. I'm friends with so many people making music and doing mm. parties, but there's so much going on right now. It could never, you could never, you can never some kind of relationship with everybody, but not even yeah. like there's just too much for everybody to be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Bristol's, Bristol's kind of, yeah, a lot of people are friends and everyone's open-minded. So you, you know, there's so much music I've discovered or just going to a party of a completely different type of music. Like, there's a lot of like kind of noise, noisy punk and punky techno and stuff, which is completely not my background, but there's loads of it in Bristol at the moment. And I end up at these parties and, you know, it's definitely influencing the way I see the music on the label or my own music now, you know, so like, but I don't think that would have happened in London or somewhere right. else. And do you feel like you're touring a lot now? Do you feel like the festivals and parties and things you're playing, it's more kind of on the techno axis or what are you playing at these parties? It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mix. I definitely play some like techno parties, but equally I'm definitely not I don't mind not playing techno. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and even if they don't like it, like I'm not there. That's not what I do and if the promoters booked me like you know with any education what I do they know I'm not going to do that either so but I think people are more receptive than often they're given credit for to different things like yeah I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not like I'm not going to be playing like some j-pop you know I'm playing like dance bassy dance music which is percussive and dark and it like you know so it, it fits a techno party I think yeah I think there's a lot to be said for that and it's something conversation I've been having with a lot of people lately especially US people who are getting booked more and more again in Europe that some people make the rookie mistake of going to Europe and thinking like they have to play the sound mm. that Fabric is known for or Berghain is known for, but yeah. really they booked you because they think what you're doing is interesting and yeah. they want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And even if it maybe goes over people's heads a little bit, it's mm. better to do that than to try to yeah, yeah, fit for sure. in. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not never trying to like uh, alienate people, but equally, I, I guess I have faith that I can present something which will maybe different to a crowd but you know they'll come out of it actually thinking like, oh yeah that was that was cool like yeah know, that's what i hope that's what you have to hope yeah basically. yeah getting that balance right is the the trick yeah um so is this your first time in the united states uh no no i've been quite a few times i first came well yeah yeah i came i've been coming here quite a lot over recent years um yeah and yeah it's been fun i feel like new york i've got like a kind of close-knit group of, or like there's people who I keep seeing at shows and stuff and right you know it's like it feels like I can you know like kind of play play just what I want I'm not like thinking too much like oh will people enjoy it? or I'm not I feel quite like assured playing here now I guess which is nice great well on that note we should definitely mention you're playing tonight uh the party is called Alpha Tracks and it's at Hollow which is out in Ridgewood um, and where where else have you played on this tour or have coming up? I played, so I came and played at Sunset Campout in uh, near San Francisco in California. Solar's thing. So, yeah, right? Solar's party, which was amazing. I've got to give Solar a big shout for yeah. getting me out because that was that was a really like special festival. Yeah, he's a really amazing curator and DJ. Yeah, yeah, I've I've got a lot of like I yeah I've got a lot of time for him. I, yeah, <laughs> I rate him. Um, yeah and then i went to mexico city and played like i've my label has a little residency 
um, this was the first one at a club called Terminal um, in in Mexico City, which was amazing. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I love that city. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. And <laughs> then, um, yeah, and then New York tonight, and then Hot Mass tomorrow in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's great. Those are really, I'm from Pittsburgh. Those are really oh, cool. good friends of mine. Um, yeah. Have you played there before? No, first time. Okay. First time. You're going to love that. Yeah, I've heard, heard good things. I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's see what else you have. Is there, I saw you have some pretty cool gigs upcoming. You're playing at Dimensions and Atonal. Yeah. Anything else you're particularly excited about? Um, what else? Let me think. There's some other good stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really busy in Europe over like, so, like the autumn time and the winter. Um, and yeah, it looks like I'm probably going to be going back to Japan. Um, yeah. Which you were is, just there for rural, right? Yeah, yeah, I did contact as well. But um, How was rural? I've heard such great things about that. Yeah, the, the location is kind of like the the most insane place. It's like, you know, if someone said like picture Japanese, like mountainside landscape, it's like that's what, where you are and you're just yeah. in the middle of it um, with a super like kind of educated, receptive crowd. Yeah, it was amazing. I had a great time. Cool. Um, anything else you want to shout out before we get back into the mix? Maybe upcoming releases or of your own or stuff on the label? Or um, is everything top secret? <laughs> is everything top secret? Oh, no, I just had a remix for the Margra Band announced, which is coming out on RNS. Um, yeah, something from the Margra Band's album I've remixed. And yeah, you can listen on SoundCloud and Spotify and everything right yeah, now. Yeah, your SoundCloud is slash batu uk i saw that was the top thing on there yeah and lots of great mixes on there tech mental podcast lots yeah. of stuff from your label so check that out everybody and uh i want to make one announcement of my own which is the bunker is doing a party this saturday with wade garashi playing an eight hour set at nowadays in brooklyn um more info on that on our website thebunkerny.com and with that, I think we're going to get back into the mix here. We've got about 55 minutes left in the show, and uh, Bachu's going to do the whole thing. So let's get right into it. Uh, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
you're listening to the bunker new york on red bull radio i'm your host brian kasnick and we've been in the mix with batu playing a really great set playing some new world aquarium right now if you're wondering about anything else he's playing uh refresh your web browser and look at all the the track listing that's been going up live should have mentioned that earlier um and remember batu is playing tonight in brooklyn for those of you here at hollow at the alpha tracks party and also this Saturday, we're doing The Bunker Limited at Nowadays with an eight-hour set from Wada Igarashi. Um, we're here until the top of the hour, and then Todd Osborne takes over with his show. It's like he's doing an all Krautrock show today. That should be very cool. And then we'll be back in two weeks on August 16th with Roxy Moore. So tune in for that. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.